Welcome to the water trough where we can't make you drink, but we will make you think. My name is Ed Drozd of The Small Business Doctor, and I'm really excited you chose to join me here as we discuss topics that are important for small business folks just like you. If you're looking for ideas, inspiration, and possibility, you've come to the right place. Join us as we take steps to help you create the healthy business that you've always wanted. Hi, it's Ed Draws to the Small Business Doctor. I'd like to recall an experience that I had several years ago. I had seen an ad in the newspaper, believe it or not, for 40% savings on a piece of office equipment that I really needed. For 40%, I thought, well, that's worth a trip to the store. So I ventured on down to the store to check out this item. And I found what I was looking for, but it did not appear to be on sale when I got there. So I asked the nearest employee if the item really was on sale, and he wasn't quite sure. So he went to his manager to inquire if it was on sale. And I was watching from a distance as the manager and the employee were discussing the matter. It was pretty evident that the manager was really disturbed with the employee as if to say, don't you know better, and don't you know what you're doing here? It just struck me as really peculiar. The nature of the discussion seemed to be very heated, one side heated. And the employee came back to me rather apologetically and advised me that the item was on sale. So I went ahead and made my purchase, and on the way out of the store, I came across the manager who made a point of telling me that a stock person had messed up the display. And, furthermore, that the employee who helped me should have known better. Ask yourself, is there something wrong with this picture? Yeah, there is something wrong with this picture. And I'd say it's all about the way that the store manager was treating his customers. Now, if you think about it, in the traditional sense, I'm the customer. I'm the one that's buying an item from them. I'm the one that they should be seeking to satisfy. And therefore, it would seem like I was being taken care of. I suppose the manager could say that he was defending me by showing that he was admonishing the employee to my benefit. But the truth is, I found it to be off-putting. In fact, I found it to be so off-putting that when I returned home, I took the time to put together a note to the general manager of the store, to whom I said the behavior of your manager was simply inappropriate. Now, that might sound a little bit peculiar, but the reality is the customer is faced with this sort of interaction between employee and manager and is left to feel somewhat awkward, at least in my case I did. But there's something else here that I think is really important to make note of. The employee is also a customer. I'm going to say that again. The employee is also a customer. Now, before you get carried away and say, well, what's wrong with me calling an employee a customer? Think of it this way. The employee is expected to create the best possible experience for the consumer who is buying products or services. The employee is expected to put forth their best in order to help the achievement of the sale. 
Now, the customer expects this sort of thing. We call it customer service. But the employee also expects a certain amount of respect and consideration from their managers. It supports the notion that they can, in turn, be effective ambassadors for the business and facilitate the sale that they're there to do. The customer, in this case the employee, is not a buying customer, but rather they're a buy-in customer. They're a buy-in customer because they are an incredibly important part of the business. If we don't acknowledge their necessity in getting things done, in getting things sold, in getting things set up to be seen, and so on and so forth, then we've really missed a very, very important point. Getting the buy-in of our employees is as much a part of business success as the products and services that we sell. We are going to have to be able to engage those employees in such a way that they buy into the mission of what it is we're doing, that they are then able to give their best in performance that we expect. So yes, the employees are a customer also. They're not the buying customers, they're the buy-in customers. Okay? You don't think twice about working hard to make your buying customers happy. It takes planning, and it's something you do all the time. Well, why not include your buy-in customers in the planning process? Whether it's incentives, recognition, courtesy, what have you, if it works with the buying customers, adapt it to fit your buy-in customers as well. That's right. Treat your employees as if they too are customers. Maintain a constant vigilance over that relationship that you have. The notion that this manager pulled aside the employee, made a visible show of his dissatisfaction, and then not only threw that employee under the bus, but the stock person that set up the display as well, did not achieve the desired goal. Sure, I walked out with the product that I went to buy. Who could resist a 40% savings? But on the other hand, the business itself, in my estimation, was smeared. This manager took steps that left me with a very bad feeling about the organization. And for this reason, and for this reason alone, the actions of the manager were not in support of this customer nor in support of the buy-in customer, their employee. So the next time that you're sitting there thinking about your customers and trying to satisfy them, ask yourself this question. Who is satisfying those customers? It's your employees. And your employees deserve the same amount of respect and guidance as to those people who are buying your products and services. Until next time, this is Ed Draws to the Small Business Doctor, and I want to wish you a healthy business.